Dirty Harris. Dirty Harris. You gotta watch what you say. You gotta watch how you react. You have to be slow to react, especially now. You don't have to say something quick or witty to be right or wrong. To bring peace to a situation, sometimes you just gotta lower your voice be calm and listen you don't have to think about what you're going to say next you just have to be calm that's how you defuse a situation that's how you put out the fire What's up? It's Ricky with Dirty Harris. Uh, today I got a, a good friend of mine that I've grown up with. Um, known him since we were five or six years old. Um, one of the toughest guys I ever met. One of the funniest dudes I ever met. Uh, Jason Ott. We call him Mildy. Um, he's batshit crazy. And uh, I love him. So uh, I'm glad you got to come on with us today. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Later. Rick, can you hear me? Rick? Rick? What the piss? Jason Ott. There he is. Dude, Dirty that was... Harris. <laughs> Dude, that took only uh, 20 minutes to get, yeah. get us on, but we're here. Finally. <clears throat> well, it's good to hear you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, you sound you sound good. Are you got a headset on or are you just talking right into your phone? I'm just talking right into my phone. Sounds good. So what, what's today? Saturday? Was it one o'clock there? Saturday, yeah. Good. One o four Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Let me guess. It's cloudy and about to rain. It is. How'd you know that? That's kind of how it is. It's the weekend, right? Yeah, and we got practice at three thirty, so probably get a nice thunder. Yeah. Uh, practice for what? Seamus playing. Baseball? Playing some baseball. What grade's he in now? He's uh, fourth? Sixth grade. He's 11. Sixth grade. 
Turn Damn. Yep. Well, that's good. I bet you he's excited to get outside. Yeah, it's yes. It's yeah. I think he was a little shook for a while and scared. Yeah. 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 You know, now he's into it. He's with a new. You know what, Milt? It's funny. Like uh, he's sixth grade, so when we first met, we were what third or fourth grade playing baseball, right? Probably before that. Yeah, I mean, what A minors, B minors, right? So we were probably seven, eight. Yeah. What's that? First, second grade? Damn, that's a long time ago, bro. Forty years ago. Yeah. Damn, not only dirty Harris, you're old, dirty Harris. (laughs) Old and dirty. Yeah, they were the good old days. Mr. Gerst and shit. He used to wear those. Who was it? Coach Renfrey. Oh, yeah. Renfrey. So did you have Renfrey and Thomas Eddie, or did you always have Renfrey? I can't remember. I had Renfrey through. And then poor Mr. Thomas Eddie drafted me first year of Babe Ruth, and I moved. Ended up moving. That's right. Chipped him in the first round. Yeah, yeah. you did jip him because I, that was, I think that was the team I was on. I think it was. <clears throat> I yeah, that, we would have won that shit. We would have. <laughs> Almost, Milt. That was the story of my life. Almost. So close. We were good, but. Oh, no. Yeah. We just had that Pensalk in. Uh, I don't know if it was a curse or something, but it just just didn't pan out. We had fun and it was good. Yeah, it was learning experience. So, uh, what else going on, man? What do you uh, you got practice today? I mean, I know things are getting better out there. It's over here. It's it's getting kind of weird, you know. Yeah, um, living in but Arona right now. Yeah, Arona. <laughs> How about you, man? You still playing gigs in the bars and stuff? Seems to be. Oh yeah. Yeah, I actually did a gig last night. I was uh, I was playing in uh, CB Live at Desert Ridge uh, Mall. Did a gig down there, so it's pretty cool. They got a big stage that stands behind the bar, and you're kind of up above everybody. So. Like, if you suck, you really stand out, you know. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty good. I had a couple – my battery died in my uh, my uh, my guitar. So I, I one song that I had to, had to stop and then change the battery. But it was, you know, it, and no one even noticed it. You know, I did it so quick. I was like, oh, excuse me. Let me get my beer. <laughs> Lean down and grab my battery. Put it in there real quick. What's that? They put batteries in acoustics now? Yeah, they have an active pickup in there. So you put a 9-volt battery, and it lasts forever. And it's supposed to have a little indicator telling you, like, the battery's dying, but it never it never does. It just usually happens when you're performing, and then, of course. you know, you're, like, looking at the sound guy. You're like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> and then, you know, it's your battery. You're like, oh, shit. Why don't you do me? Yo, uh, so I was talking to Jeff last week, right, about Axel, uh, Fat Axel. Right, 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 Fat Axel. So that, that's the band I never got to hear, and but I know 
when you guys were doing it, it was a pretty big deal. Like it had a lot of excitement around it. Well, I'll put it to you this way. It was a big deal to us. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of fun and, you know, we had fun. I wouldn't really call us a band. It was more like four friends getting together to, with instruments to make some noise. Is yeah. Put it. Let's make some noise and drink beer. You <laughs> have like noise. Yeah. Noise. But I mean, fun, and we put together some, we call them songs. And uh, it was a good time. Yeah. Or got too serious. What was the name of the one song that you said recorded that Jeff's? Jeff Carey had a, a copy of it. Cat Sandwich. Was one <laughs> hits. Badge. Who wrote, that? Who wrote that one? Cat Sandwich. Yeah. I think Jeff pretty much came up with that riff, and then Gags made the words to it, which was hilarious. <laughs> you remember any of the words? Oh, I couldn't. No, I couldn't even. Keep... I bet you Gags remembers. I'll have to, I'll have to course, ask Gag about it. Tender Kitty Swing. So the song is about a bicycle riding delivery man, Chinese food delivery man. <laughs> they used to get Chinese food at Jeff Carey's house, which is where we would rehearse. <laughs> and just, you know, let's get a cat sandwich. <laughs> That's so damn funny, dude. That song wasn't actually that bad. By the no. end, we started, no, we started, you know, just our tempo and how our rip, like the drums could be yeah. softer at times. You know, it was just loud, distorted. Right. I mean, it was fun. And if we, right. went, we probably could re, you know, reproduce them songs to where they're not as noisy and right it's more of a punk song huh kind of this loud and yeah reckless yeah that's all we could do though. nobody was any good no but you know i think there's i mean i go watch punk bands all the time and i love it i, I love the uh just the the attitude you know the song's not perfect but uh the attitude's perfect you know it's real and it's like mm-hmm. i can get into that you know you can know, see some bands that are they're real polished, but they they don't look like they're having fun. It's like, well, you know, playing music's about having fun. You know, I mean, you can you can be definitely be good and tight. I mean, there's definitely bands out there that are, but I don't know. Something to be said about just getting out there and being raw, you know? Yeah, Gags like, would always say that, you know, we were a jam band. Jam band. <laughs> you know, we just would make up parts. Everybody would make up little parts and like I said, to mash them up together until we came up with our four or five good songs. And uh-huh. then, not too right before the pandemic, we I was talking with Jeff Carey and Gags about getting back together, you know, trying to do something creative again. Yeah. So that's still on the back burner. You know, I don't know if Jeff thinks he's too good now to be involved. Marig's, uh, yeah, he, he's, what do he say? He was the talent of the band, right? Right. 
Rise out. He what? He just says that to get a rise out of us. Right. And, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a good guitar player, but. Right. He wasn't with any of us. Together, you know, everything kind of made sense. It was fun. Right. He kind right. of went out of it sometimes. But. Well, that's what it is in a band, right? You get like. Uh... You don't have to be great, but if everybody's good, it's even like on a baseball team or a football team. I mean, if everyone's good and everyone has the right attitude, you can get, you can do a lot of damage. Um, you know, you could be a good team or you could be a good player. Yes. Good band. But, you know, if you got one guy on a team that's, you know, for some reason thinks he doesn't get the ball enough or he needs to be highlighted and then he's reminding everybody, it's like, you know, go fuck yourself, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's not Jeff, though. He's not like that. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> but, yeah, That'd be cool. You know, if you got to put it together. We're talking about the name of our next album is going to be The Fatter, The Butt. Yeah, you should do yeah. it. What are you going to, now, what are you going to do on the album? I have taken up like electronic music, you know, my yeah. little keyboard thing, so I can. You know, play rhythms with that. And yeah. Just general chords, progression. Yeah, some general chord progressions and even like kind of like some samples and stuff like that. Do some DJ kind of thing at like a live samples and DJ stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be cool shit. There's actually a, a couple bands, and I'm going to say they're bands, probably two piece units out here that play out in uh, Scottsdale. And the one guy plays guitar, and the other dude is a DJ. Yeah. So the guy plays guitar and sings, and then they have a DJ, and he just kind of does these, you know. And I haven't heard him yet. I've, um, I know they're out there doing it. I just, I don't know if they're any good, but it seems like a cool idea. If you got somebody that was a pretty good guitar player, a good singer, and then you had a DJ that was tasteful, I think it could be really cool, you know. Yeah, you know, keep your options open yeah can't play guitar anymore so and i missed music a lot so that was one way you can hit one one button for chords you know yeah and, uh, well what else could you do you could play uh <clears throat> you probably play the harp a little bit still yeah but who wants to listen to a harp you know yeah no not not for fucking 10 songs right right <laughs> i don't play like blues traveler Right. Dude's a John Poplar. He's a yeah, dude's a He is. But yeah, yeah I was fun talking stuff. to my son Sammy about the, that the other day. He found some guy he's been listening to. And what's his name? Josh. Josh something is his name. He's with the B. Really cool, dude. I'll find uh, what his name. I'll send it to you. But Sammy found him and um, really cool, bluesy voice. Yeah, the guy has a great story about his life. He grew up, uh, I think, in somewhere in the South, and uh, just kind of a crazy life, and kind of went off the deep end, and then found music, and and then just turned all his whatever his demons or you know the shit that was kind of messing with him into some killer music. And the guy's voice is amazing. You got to hear him, Josh Bush or something like that, or Josh. Uh, I forget. I have to look it up. 
I'll send it over to you. Look Good shit. Yeah. You listen to any uh any music right now? Anything new? Um there's an artist that really excites me and he does a lot of podcasts and he does his own little video, you know, just little shows and stuff. Alan Stone. I don't know if you heard of Alan Stone. Uh-uh. Really soulful, young, he's young. But he, you know, he's really talented and he's another guy with the amazing soulful soulful voice. Right. Definitely so this guy so he so he promotes his music through his podcast. He talks about stuff and then he was completely independent for years. I uh-huh. first on uh, WXPN, which is University of Penn's radio station. And, you know, he just was completely independent and grew himself, produced his own stuff. He just gives back, you know, he just does that stuff for free. Yeah. Because he, he tours a lot. And then he, um, you know, you can see his stuff on Facebook, like his fan page. And, yeah. He does cool stuff. Yeah, I'll have to check him out too. <clears throat> Sammy, what's the name of that guy's name? Josh. The guitar the guy that you sang you sent to me the other day. Bishop oh, Bishop what? Bishop Gunn. Uh, Bishop Gunn is the guy's name. I don't know why I thought Josh. Bishop. How do you spell his last name? Uh Gunn. Oh, okay. So Bishop Gunn, yeah, G U N N. Nice. That's yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. Not as sweet as old Dirty Harris, though. That's right. You heard about a Dirty Harris, right? You know what it is? Well, in Urban Dictionary. Could add any last name? No. Go ahead. Tell me what it is. I know it's kind of know. it's kind of disgusting. I've heard of a dirty skirt. Yeah, it's kind of... Hey, you're cutting out a little bit. Um, Yeah, dirty Harris is when you stick your finger all the way up your ass. <laughs> and it's so far up your ass, you can taste shit in the back of your mouth. Oh. <laughs> ah. That's in the Urban Dictionary. I'd like to thank my, my nephew sent that to me after I told him about the podcast. That was the first thing he sent to me. How he knew that, I have no idea, but that was the first thing he sent to me. Looked it up. He has it yeah. on his phone. Yeah, he's got it on his app. On his, uh, now that's like an app on his phone. <laughs> oh, shit. So what's going on? How's uh, You got the pool up and is it all ready to rock? Or Yeah, man. We're full, you know, midsummer now. Yeah, just like that. It went quick, huh? Yeah. We got the... Got the news yesterday. The kids are going to be going back to school, back to the buildings. Good. Yeah, so that's good. Coming down 1% or something here. Well, that's it, man. We just think we got to keep getting through it. Everybody's got to try to stay positive, try not to kill each other, you know, and just uh, breathe, you know. Everybody's just got to breathe. Just not on each other. <laughs> Try, you know. I mean, like I know for me, you know, I was kind of all right, just trying to be positive, and then, you know, when all that crazy shit started happening after COVID, man, I just I was start getting pissed, and like I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around what was going on, you know. Yeah. 
So, but I don't know. You got to pray about that stuff and and uh, and talk to people who are, are calm and collective to kind of keep your shit together. Because man, you get around people that are fueling the fire, yeah. you know, negative or positive. You know, if they agree with you, it still doesn't help. You know, or if they disagree with you, it's sometimes it's even worse. You know, it's uh, you just kind of go down these roads. And you're just like, ah, I just want to freak out. It's like, man, I just got to, I got to let it go. Uh, so I'm still working on that, but I don't know. I, I think we all are. I mean, but I, I think it's a good reminder for all of us that, you know, we just got to, got to try to pay, stay positive and, 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 and what does that mean? Right? Like just really be calm and don't always feel like you had to say something, you know, just be like, whatever. And uh, I don't know. Maybe drink a beer. Drink a beer. <laughs> That's yeah. That. Yeah. Do whatever, right? Right. Whatever it takes. Meditate. Meditation. Meditate. Right. <clears throat> What's that, Sammy Harris up to? Sammy just got done work, and he's working construction. Um, ah. It's yeah. It's uh, he's not digging it right now, but he was working at the Renaissance, and um, you know that was a. You know, they, uh, what are that's at the service business where they're, you know, at the hotels. And, uh, they, you know, nobody's there right now. Right. So, uh, you know, he's been laid off or whatever they call it for the last three, four months. But, you know, he's making some money, so it's, it's all good. There's dignity and all, Sammy. What's that? I said there's dignity in all work, no matter what you do. Yeah, you just got to do it. Work your ass off, right? Yeah. What else, Mildy? What else are we going to cover? I want to see. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. All right, fire away. Turn the tables on you. What are some of your major influence in music? Oh, okay. What? Uh, let me see. Well, let me see. Musically, I think. My brother was probably my first real influence. I watched his band play when he was in high school. So he's nine years older than me. And uh, I remember the band, the, the band was named Hard Times. And then they played at the high school. And it was a big deal, man. Like they had a big crowd there. They had the lights going. Yeah. They got introduced. They all rushed the stage. And my brother comes out with this orange bass. And he's just rocking. I mean, they, I remember he played uh, Tuesday's Gone with the Wind, um, Bob O'Reilly, and he just slaughtered it. I was like, I mean, in a good way. Right. And I'm just watching him. I'm like, I want to do that. So that kind of started it. And then my sister turned me on the rush. I got a guitar. And that was it. And then, uh, you know, and then all the other influence of Zeppelin, you know, uh, Van Halen, Pink Floyd, all those, all those killer bands. And then, then later, um, you know, I got into Guns N' Roses, um, never really got into the hair metal thing, um, much. I never really cared for that shit, but, um, Guns N' Roses was probably the only hair band that I really got into. Of course, Metallica was cool. All those heavy bands. Uh, Steve Ray Vaughan, Steve Vai for guitar players. Right. Um, and then Pearl Jam. And then Soundgarden, and then that's pretty much it. I mean, they're the that's kind of where 
everything else is kind of like secondary or kind of falls into a slot under those bands you know like uh, you know there's a lot of great blues guys that are out there um you know tons of tons of stuff yeah well uh, soundgarden is pretty much it for me right now i mean i listen to soundgarden every day yeah, musically now, like kids just don't understand. You know, they don't have the music that we did in the, you know, early all through the '80s and even early '90s with the grunge movement. You know, today, yeah. Today. No, they don't. I mean, uh, they're listening to. I mean, my kids, they listen to. I mean, they listen to rap now, but they, in my house, it's primarily. Soundgarden. I mean, my son Sammy loves Soundgarden. He's a he's real in the blues uh, too. And uh, Haley listens to everything. I mean, she she sings like you know. I don't know if you heard her sing yet, but I mean, she, you've probably heard her sing some of my songs. But she sings ridiculous. She's she does Beyonce and Amy Winehouse and <laughs> Carrie Underwood. And I mean, I mean, she can do anything, and then she's pretty good. I mean, um, I, I mean, some talented individual artists out there now, but. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, it was bands, you know? Yeah. Big band. Like, the Journey album through the 80s, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, there were bands that were great, right? Like, and they were and they were good for a while, it seemed like. Now it's like, you know, uh, I don't know, you hear a band that comes out that you, you think you might get into, and then they kind of fade away or something happens, you know, they just don't have the same, they're not as, yeah, they don't have the staying power, right. Or whatever that, that word is. I mean, Pearl Jam still has it, I think, but, um, I don't know. I mean, Foo Fighters are good. I've seen them several times. They put on a good show. I mean, they, uh, I, you know, that's a good band to go listen to, but you know, I, I can't listen to that all the time. Right. You know, it's not dark enough for me. I mean, the sound guard and stuff is dark and heavy, and and the guitar parts are super tricky, and they have weird timings in the songs. It's it's really interesting. Like you have to you have to study that a little bit to kind of really get into it, and kind of like it's not like you know, not knocking any other music, but for me, like I like that the little tricky parts of guitar parts are you know weird timings, you know. Yeah, because it's that weird feel. But I like country music too, man. I mean, I you know, George Strait's great. Um, Tyler Childress. I'm probably saying his last name wrong, but um, I cover a couple of his songs. Um, he's got a killer song called uh, "Feathered Indians." Um, another one called uh, "Virgie." Take me to Virgie, I think it's called. And um, White House Road killer songs man and he, he's kind of like a older soul when it comes to country music what are they those old guys like uh merle haggard you know what do they call those guys they were like uh i don't know gangsters not gangsters what's the uh country Outlaw. words outlaws like kind of, yeah exactly he's like an outlaw current outlaw kind of guy and i listen to his whole album over and over and over again and it's just great um uh, that's pretty much what I was to now, you know, that and Soundgarden. <laughs> All right, my next. Yeah, go ahead. You used to be in the band Feel. Mm-hmm. And as long as I've known you, you were never comfortable playing other people's music. And then, you know, I think you come to an agreement to play some cover. Too. 
you're finding enjoyment from that now. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so true, dude. Uh, I think I thought it was, uh, I think, I don't know. It's just an ego thing, I think, because, um, and, and the ego thing and a lazy thing, too. I mean, if I couldn't so- figure something out real quick, um, I didn't really want to play it. But at the same time, uh, I didn't feel like anything was really that good. I always felt like I could come up with something that was good um, or sustainable and, uh, you know, that people would like. Um, but now playing covers, you know, I don't mind it. I mean, there's a lot of covers that I enjoy. Like I'm doing songs that I swear I would never do. Um, my three piece band is covering a Dirk Bentley song. Uh, just in a couple weeks, we're doing uh, a Blake Shelton song, you know, songs that I swore I'd never do, but you know, you're playing with a band that's really talented and, uh, and people know the song and they love it and they're having a good time. You're like, Oh man, this is way cooler than I thought it could be. I mean, you know, you go out there and have a good time and music's supposed to be fun. And, uh, so it's been good. I wish I would have learned it earlier on. I wish I would have, you know, kind of taken that path earlier on, but at the same time, um, that's part of, I don't know if it makes, if it makes me unique, but it's, it's definitely, um, made me feel more comfortable knowing that the stuff that I play is, it's more authentic. You know, I didn't really, learn a bunch of cover songs. I learned how to play my own parts and then now I'm playing covers. So I don't know. It's kind of cool. I, I, I just probably know, you know, way to get there. That's better, you know, or worse, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> you another one? Fuller than phone sales, right? A lot more fun than, Fuck yeah. <laughs> what was that place? Uh, that place insight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was crazy, right? Started that job and then <laughs> ended up uh starting my own business out of that thing, selling computer hardware and software for five or six years, not knowing a, a lick about any of that stuff. So right in the boom though. Yeah, right in the boom of it, you know. So some sometimes you just gotta you can do things that uh, you're not good at sometimes and, and still be successful if you just, if there's a need there, you know, <laughs> and I had to pay, for, I had to feed the kids, uh, put food on the table and right. pay bills. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, the fat butter should be coming out in about six months. What is it? The fatter, the the fatter the butter mm-hmm. what's that that's our next album <laughs> me, you... me and Jeff Harry at Kelly's wedding and we, you know, we were having a blast they were playing a lot of Motown you know old uh-huh. Motown stuff we were just singing away we're like we should do something get back together and those guys never want to play put anything covers together to go bar or anything right and they're finally admitting that we need to do that. Yeah. Have, but we were having a blast. We were singing. We gotta get Who's wedding with us? That one will be the fatter the butter. I'll send you Well, good, man. So what's the name of this album that's going to come out? Fatter the Butter? 
What the hell is it called? Fatter the butter. Fatter the butter. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna uh, we're gonna wrap it up. I uh, Milt, appreciate you coming out and spending some time with me on this Dirty Harris podcast. Um, I, we're gonna we're gonna get dirtier as time goes on. Um, I'll have you back on. Maybe I can get the band on here, that and then uh, and we can have some fun with that. That would be fun. All right, man. All right, brother. Will you enjoy the uh, rest of your day, man? And uh, I'll, I'll be in touch. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay, man. Have a good day. Yeah. Peace. Thank you.